Uh, we welcome our special guest co-host today and tomorrow. Uh, it's Charlotte Chimes. Uh, now, you've got uh, quite a few family members that are I already do. sending you messages. They're tuning in this <laughs> morning, uh, which is wonderful. I really appreciate that. We've doubled our audience here this morning, which is just great. Uh, all your family's <laughs> listening. Now, yeah, shout out. Shout out. Who we got listening? Uh, my Uncle Brett. Shout yep. out to Uncle Brett. Jasmine, who's in Melbourne. Hey, Jazzy. I've got other friends in Brisbane. Ryan, my sister, I think, is Listening in. Isn't that great? I've got a friend um, in New South Wales on a farm, Miles. Yes. Cowboy Miles, he's listening in. All listening in, and they can and do my that grandma, on the listener app, which my is wonderful. auntie and cousins, so thanks everyone for listening. How cool is that? How cool is that? Uh, growing up here, right from the word go, as we mentioned, uh, or as you were mentioning to me off here, that yeah. you know, right from like three years of age, three you knew you wanted to be an actor, and you've certainly achieved that. And of course, m- most people right now would know you as Nicolette Stone off Neighbours. Yeah, and Naughty Nick. A, oh, what an incredible character. <laughs> Was it fun to take on that, that you know, sort of persona that is obviously very different to the person oh, you are? I it mean, was fantastic. I, I had an absolute ball playing her. And any time that she became a bit too nice and sweet, I was like, oh, this is, a, this is not as fun. Come on, let's – what else can she do that's not good? Spice her up. Yeah, I mean, from anything from, you know, stealing money from a dead patient, running away pregnant, selling a baby for a million dollars – you know, you name it, she did it. She did it. Yeah. The only thing she didn't do was have an affair with Carl. Literally. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> I mean, that would have put a whole other twist on the whole character. That given. would have, uh, yes. But, you know, it worked for another character there for a while. Exactly, <laughs> Very, yes. very well. Now, Neighbours, of course, famously, well, they wrapped it up. They were like, that's it. It's, yeah. it's going because the big parent company in uh, in the UK, on the they, they, they were going to fund it. They the lights. And that was going to be the end of it. And then a lifeline has been given, which Amazon I think is Freebie fantastic. Amazon came through and saved the day. And it'll be back again, I think, uh, July this year. But there will be one character that will be not there. Well, no, she'll be there. But it won't be you. But it won't be me. So is this like one of those ones where they're like, and now the character of Nicolas is being played by. Yeah, something like that. Wow. I know, it's crazy. That used to happen a lot, though, back in TV days. I mean, mean, like Bewitched, we had, like, there were three Darrens. Well, like we just were talking about Witcher, Liam Hemsworth. Yes. He's about to, he's in the next season of The Witcher, so it does happen. Happens a lot. Yeah. Happens a lot. Do you know who it is? Are are we able to say who it is? I do, but no. It's right, it's it's under wraps. So the character comes back, but I'd like to say no. Oh, but you know, I really think... We've got to give them a go. We do, yeah. and I. I've, and if you I, love the show, you're going to watch. Exactly, yep. people. People will love. They love the character. They'll yep. love, you know, this new actress playing her. Yeah, it's so, just. I was just really ready to. I was so grateful to be asked back, but I just was ready to move on. You know, I said goodbye to it last year yeah. with everyone around the world. It was a very emotional farewell. Absolutely, and I miss. I miss everyone, especially Annie Jones, who. You know, played my mum, yeah. the divine and talented Annie Jones. Isn't she wonderful? She's beautiful. Mm. I absolutely adore her. Hello, TV mama. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was really ready to move on, and that's what I'm doing. All so, right. Well, I, you know, a shame for us here locally, but uh, still, if you're a Neighbours fan, there's still plenty to get your teeth into there. We will talk a little bit more about your time on Neighbours uh, today and tomorrow and, uh, and, and, of course, so many other amazing things that you've done. Lots uh, to come with our special guest co-host, Charlotte Chimes. Charlotte Chimes, uh, growing up in Highfields, yep. all the way to LA and back again. That's me. Uh, which is uh, which is just fantastic. 
I and producer Rob has popped into the studio as well. Hello, hey uh, Rob, he's here to play some uh, games with me. He's repping. What, what am I doing? Uh, the uh, <laughs> UniSQ's film, TV, and acting. Uh, which no, uh, you've done that? No acting. There was, you, you, film, there TV, and acting. Wasn't film, it? TV, and radio. Yeah, yeah. Film, TV, and radio. Yeah. And acting. I and heard acting. acting in there, didn't uh, you, Lee? I heard acting. I That's heard exactly acting. what I thought. <laughs> Come acting. on, Rob. What are, you, what are you doing to me? Tell me about, uh, Charlotte, the Magnificent Finger Gunners. So the Magnificent Finger Gunners is a genre-based improv troupe mm-hmm. from the Deep South in the 1800s. Wow. So we basically, my improv troupe, um, we haven't worked together since COVID, very sadly, but yep. pre-COVID, we would we would get together, we'd dress up as if we were from the Deep South in the 1800s. Yep. And we basically made the show a little harder for ourselves because, you know, we'd call out from audiences to give us a su- suggestion and we'd have to do an entire hour show based off that suggestion Whoa. with the tropes of the time. So the names, the locations, the <gasps> occupations. Did you say Dagnabbit a lot? Dagnabbit, Dagnabbit. no. But, hey, I used to know, you know how it's um, stick em up? <laughs> yeah. I thought for my entire life, I kid you not, it was sick em up. Oh, sick em up. Like sick em up. Oh, no. I anyway, see that's a totally different thing. So that became a part yeah. of the show one that, time. That you'll get enough of when you have uh, the little ones. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've been through that. Lots of sick em ups. <laughs> I, dear, oh, dear. Oh, no, shout out to my daughter. Daughter Emma, who finally thinks Hi, that I'm cool Emma. after all these years. She's 13, listening in this morning, and she is enamoured with you. So great I, to have you I listening am, in. You know, I'm nothing. And your dad is cool. Anyway, Come on. Give him some credit. Made it in the Courier Mail top 30. He's in the Courier Mail. Everyone, uh, check out the Courier Mail. Oh, Shout God. out to Lee. <laughs> 25 years in the business. Now, what well, is happening right uh, now? I don't know. <laughs> it's, turning into a, it's turning into a this is your life for me. I'm loving it. No. What am I going to do? I'm going to give you two... A little improv uh, test here. We got this, Rob. Okay, you ready to go? High fives are happening over here. <laughs> All right. So what we want you to do is I'm a, I'm, I'm a homeowner and you two have turned up to my front door and you are Girl Scouts. What? Selling cookies. <laughs> oh, a Boy Scout too? A girl and no, a Boy girl. Scout. No, girl. Girl Scouts. I think we're right. Girl Scouts. Selling ki- cookies who are possessed by the devil. Okay? Okay. So... I'm at home. You two have turned up. You guys are Girl Scouts selling cookies, Sound, but you're both possessed speed, by the devil. Cameras rolling and action. action. Hello. hello. Uh, oh, hello. What, what can I do Mr. for you? I'm Louisa, hello. and this is Sandra, and we're from the Girl Scouts of Toowoomba. The Girl Scouts of Toowoomba. I'm already horrified. We're just wondering if you'd like to buy some of our limited edition cookies. <laughs> uh, just $6.66 a box. Six, six, six. How many boxes did you want to buy, sir? Uh, look, I'm not sure if I've got any cash. You've got to buy the boxes. Okay. Uh, Give us the money. <laughs> and we won't kill your dog. Oh, bring me the priest now. We're going to count back to six, buddy. Six. Five. Four. four, Three. Two. One. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's pea soup. That was fantastic. What about you two? Absolutely brilliant. Woo! The crowd goes wild. (laughs) Very clever. That was a lot of fun. Do you like improv? I love, love, love improv. I mean, I mean you're flying by the seat of your pants. Literally, the thrill of it. Actually, to be oh. honest, though, when I first started doing improv training, because there's there's a science to it, yep. I would cry on the way to class because I was so nervous because I'm so used to, you know, being prepared, prepared. and learning lines and working yeah. hard. But this was kind of a... 
exactly flying by the seat of your pants. But once you start to learn the rhythm and you know you're in an ensemble and everyone's got your back, it's like, okay, let's go for it. And have a lot of fun. Did you totally. enjoy that? Not really. You- oh, Rob. <laughs> you just acted, I take that personally. You just acted with Charlotte Child. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, that is the greatest moment I'm, of your life fantastic. to this point. That is absolutely no notes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been nervous all morning. Don't worry. No. It's fourteen to eight. Lee Faulkner, eight six four triple M. Producer Rob doing very very well there. And of course, our uh, co-host no, today and tomorrow, Charlotte Chimes. Our co-host today and tomorrow, Charlotte Chimes is going to uh, so happy to join be in. here and a regular to this segment over a number of years. Francis Holmes, welcome in. Good morning, Lee. This one I like. I like this story uh, because it takes me back. And Francis, you'd probably remember this uh, being a bit of an issue when Darren Hinch had a yeah. liver transplant. Yeah. And following the liver transplant, yeah. so he was spotted out having a big boozy lunch yeah. that went for about yeah. 12 hours. And there was a lot yeah. of contention over whether he should be yeah. doing better looking yeah. after himself following that. It's popped up again this time. Uh, Selena Gomez, a yeah. pop star, if you've watched Only Murders in the Building, which is one of my absolute favourites, uh, with Steve Martin and Martin Short. She stole the show in that and uh, Selena had famously taken a kidney off a friend of hers who's also an actress uh, because uh, she has lupus and she needed mm. a kidney transplant. So this friend uh, jumped in and said, yes, I'll absolutely do that for you. Recently Selena has been spotted, just like Darren, uh, having quite a tipple on the cocktails and the father of the young lass who gave the kidney, has jumped in and said, hey, this isn't right. Uh, My daughter made a massive sacrifice for you, and here you are just flaunting this by getting on the drink. Uh, It's an interesting one because it really comes down to a moral issue, Francis, because really when you donate something, you now have given up your right to that thing. Uh, and really, whatever the person does with it, whether you agree with it or not, yeah. is their business? Yeah, absolutely. A couple of things. First of all, absolutely. It's like giving somebody a gift and then telling them what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, what a ploy this has been, you know, out there in the world. You know, those pictures of the two of them holding hands. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give someone a, a gift of a, an organ... Just quietly go and damn well do it, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think this has been more of a, a sensationalism than anything else. And that's why the father's carrying on about it. You know, d- if I was going to give you my kidney, Lee, we would just go off quietly. No one would know about it. Not everyone on the Instagram. Pictures everywhere. I just think that this whole thing has been a bit, has been a bit of a bit of a show to start with, well, don't you? If you, I absolutely agree. And if you ever did that, Francis, I would treat it with respect and have it with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> fava beans. Yeah. Come on. I think you can do better than that. <laughs> uh, now, uh, what do you think, uh, Charlotte? I mean, uh, does he have any right? Is I mean, I, I can understand it from a moral issue. Totally. That, that it's like, okay, I, I feel like I, I'm sticking up for my daughter because, you know, now she's one kidney down and if something happens to her other kidney now she's going to be in trouble she's made a pretty big sacrifice should you be looking after yourself a little bit more that's the moral side of it but does she have to well i think i think you can come from it either way i completely agree with what you're both saying that if you do do something huge like donate an organ it is because you're doing another kindness of your heart and yeah, you love that person you, want to do it. you love and care for that person which yep. i think she does but um I guess in a way I understand a father wanting 
I kind of understand his point of view mm. as well. Like, Selena should be taking care of herself because, like you said, she does have lupus. Mm. Um, but then, I don't know, possums just want to have fun. Yes, as we mentioned earlier. As we mentioned. <laughs> I just think, I don't know, it's that whole thing of Instagram and, you know, I love it but I also hate it and I love to hate it and then I hate to love it. Yeah. It's very much, you yeah. know, it's it's of the times and it's – it's remembering what Instagram is great for, and that's connecting with your friends overseas and mm. being able to keep up to date and sharing things and try not to get bogged down with the gossip because that's basically, yeah. at the end of the day, like you said, sensor, sensor, sensor. Oh, God, I can't it's, say the word. It's, it's making a big thing out of it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Making a big thing I'm out of it. I'm with you. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know. I, when I first saw this, I thought, as I say, it harks back to the, the whole Darren Hinch Darren thing. Hinch, and, yeah. uh, and for a long time, he was really having to defend himself uh, about, well, hang on a second. I, they donated this. I've got it. The, the thing there, I suppose, is uh, that a lot of people wait on these waiting lists. And some of them yeah. may never, ever see the opportunity to be, yeah. have a donation uh, because these people are in you know the public eye and because they've got privileged you know, positions. Privileged positions. Yeah, Absolutely. It's not, it's not They've totally. been able to do it. Does yeah. that does that add an, an extra thing to yeah. it as well though? Because there's I people so. out there that would have really loved that kidney yeah. to have lived on. Yeah. Uh, is Selena throwing it back in their face, Francis? Yeah, and also it was Darren's um, age. You know, it yeah. was his age. Yeah. But, you know, to to bypass a 24 year old that hasn't had a life yeah. to give it to a 75 year old who's been boozing up since the, since the bears were bad. Yes. You know, and I guess that's what people are looking at. But you know, you sort of wish sometimes that it wasn't by who you get to choose to give it to. Yeah. It goes on, a, you donate, and it goes to the next needy person, the person that's yeah. in most trouble. Not Instead of saying, me, I can give that to you, yeah. if I'm willing to give it, I should give it to a stranger that's yeah. about mm. to die or needs it, not... Not this way. It's it's bit of a bit of a joke, really, when you think yeah. about it. But um, yeah, I get it, and I I know that with Darren Hinch, it never stopped him. He's no, still going, still going, still boozing, wow. and still having a boozy lunch. Yeah. Uh, every, well, I don't know about every now and again. Uh, quite often, I think. Quite often. I think <laughs> the other thing with Selena is also remembering that you know paparazzi and Instagram and all these kinds of things. Like maybe it was only one, maybe it was only two drinks max, and maybe she hadn't drunk for a very long time. Yeah. So it's always keeping you know that in the back of your mind yeah. and knowing there's always another perspective yeah. on what the story is. Well, things can get blown out of hand. Things are uh, always you know, blown out of proportion. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, sure. We've seen That's some true. sensational headlines. There's one about you, actually. We're going to talk oh. about that. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about that. Well, all right, there we are. We've taken our topical topic. You can weigh into one triple three five three if you'd like to do that. Say, is there a moral obligation from somebody taking an organ uh, from donation to then look after themselves? If they get a lung, should they never smoke again? If they get a kidney or liver, should they never drink? Again, etc., etc., or is it hey, it's mine now, I can do with it what I like? One triple three five three, you can weigh in. Thank you both very much. You're sticking around, of course, Charlotte. Francis Holmes, always Thanks, lovely Francis. to say good day to you. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so lovely much. To meet you, you too. It's, and we know, and we just found out that you're, we, your daughter, I know, Francis, I know Jenna, you, yeah. Francis's daughter, Pastor Mama. <laughs> you know, this is a very small town, this isn't it, it for is. a big city. It's Triple M.